It always takes at least two times. I always hit the stop button instead of the red record button. We don't even begin, and Pammy's like, I'm out. Uh, also, okay. Guest, so we have a guest today. We have a guest speaker on the podcast. Um, her name is Sydney, and she's, she's my dog. She's a dog. Um, she's uh, she's going to be throwing out a lot of opinions <laughs> right now. A lot of feelings. We're just attacking a chicken. I don't know. I knew the second I got home that she was feeling a little frisky. She's so, been talking. She's been very. She's got shit to she's say. She's got a lot. She's like, listen, guys, this is now becoming a thing. I yeah. know what's happening on Thursdays. So, I, I mean, I have things. To, I researched somebody. Oh my goodness. She, she probably she, she hears what you say. She chose from about. the chalice of choice last she probably week. Probably did. No. Oh my god. Let me put it out so we don't forget. I always just feel like I'm going to forget everything. So I want everything in my view. So I know exactly. There's so much what's we're going doing on. to forget too. <laughs> Um, Chelsea made a ridiculous Something. cocktail, uh, and she's gonna describe what's in it yeah. because I'm just gonna drink it because it's that good. I did a, uh, I bought, I was, I'm broke as hell right now, so I got like eight dollar prosecco. Um, I think it was nine ninety nine. Okay, so if I can give myself Girl, the credit, I got you. Damn, I got ten dollar prosecco. <laughs> Boom, shit. <laughs> uh, and then I also did get two mini bottles of Tangeray. So we've made like a, a an interesting take on a French seventy five, which is it's like delicious. Lemon juice, gin, a mm. little simple, or you can do like Saint Germain lemon uh, lemon juice, gin, and then top of the prosecco. But we did because Pammy also introduced me to kombucha cocktails. So yep. I'm obsessed now. Yep. So I did. A little like a kombucha tangeray prosecco tango. Drink. It's Ta- a tango. It's a, it's a tango tango. That's what if you that sounds so <laughs> fucking inappropriate. Tangucha. Um, tangucha. That sounds like something that I don't mm. want to Google image search Mm-mm. that. No, I don't want Apparently that. Apparently it's tangy though. I need to stop drinking this because I it's so I mean, delicious. It's 81 degrees <laughs> out, so it's, it's so hot. It's what is it's what we're drinking. Mm. I just I'm so happy delicious. this episode I just get to drink and listen and no. by the end of it it's I'm kind of I'm nice. Out. It's so I'm nice, out. isn't it? God, I wish uh, I could do that. What is new? Oh, I watched the Evil Genius. What do you think? What do you think? Um Marjorie Deal Armstrong is a force to be reckoned with. I want to with. tell you a few things about Okay. Her. And Sydney will as well, apparently. Sydney! <laughs> Big squeaky toy fan of Marjorie. No, this say. documentary is very cool. I'm not as into the true crime docs as Pammy is, but I do. Chelsea likes to fall asleep during well, that. Well, I do. I genuinely do. I like, especially like the, the multiple part ones. Because I always end up napping in the middle, and sure. then I come back real strong for the final episode, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, and that's what happened here. Oh, god. Uh, crazy. I, I just, first off, the one thing that took me back a little bit was that they showed the footage of him when the bomb loved went it. off. I mean, I loved it too, but the... Maybe any kind of warning. I needed like a, like a black screen yeah. warning. The following um, image may be disturbing to some. Like, that's just a standard I needed message. something. I needed something yeah, because... You, you actively see a man... It, he doesn't it, blow yeah. up, but, like, it literally looks like he gets blown up, but a, a bomb goes off on him. It's just a... It's a... I, you know, I didn't... I... What I did was I... My dad, last week or two weeks ago... Oh, no, two weeks ago when we, like, when I first saw it was... Uh-huh. 
we were scrolling through Netflix and I was like, oh my God, this true crime documentary, we got to watch it. And he's like, you like stuff like that? And I was like, well, dad, <laughs> let me tell you a fact or two about me. Down. You might want to Also, watch this us. podcast I, I do. Exactly. But don't even worry exactly. about it. But don't even worry about it. He's got better shit to do. No, he's do. got, he's got, he's got, he's um, an important man. He's got bad things to do. Um, so he was like, oh, let's watch it. And I was like, dad, you really don't have to watch this with me. And he was like, no, 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 let's turn it on. Let's see what it's about. So we turn it on. And within the first, what, 15 minutes, you see footage of that guy blown up. And, and literally, it, after you see it happen, it cuts out. And my dad just goes, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, welcome to my welcome. life, father. This is what I watch Strap on the daily. <laughs> this is just what puts me to sleep. This is lullabies. Lullabies. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that made my day that my dad was like, oh, shit. They would do those weird face things where she'd be, like, smiling, and then they would morph it into her, like, frowning face. No, it was, like, a photo of her. It was terrifying. And you know what? I don't trust people who shave their own eyebrows off. I'm so sorry if any of our listeners <laughs> shave your eyebrows. Um, no, because as long as you trust you, no, no, what no. are you doing? Here's the thing: as long as you pencil them back in or mm, something, still you know even what? More crazy. Uh, you know what? Yeah. To be honest with you, just leave them as is. Groom them, trim them. They're supposed to be on your face, and they're supposed to be however they're supposed. I mean, you know, you get some little little eyebrow glue. Sometimes mm. I use that. You make them nice and shape them good. But I'm telling you right now. Apparently, you can have eyebrows on fleek. Fleek. I don't know if we're still saying that. Fleek. But if I don't. It's just for eyebrows. Speaking I'm, of fleek, it's Fleet Week. It's, oh, <laughs> oh. Chelsea gets very. I have um, so many problems with Fleet Week. I, I think every girl does. Uh, yeah, but I get like I get like the other side of hashtag gets, me too about yeah, it. Yeah, she gets a little visceral. Like. They can say that about I. Oh so I okay. we were I saw a show last night with my boyfriend, <laughs> oh my and the the poor like two one was like rookie sailor like oh, little hat stop. and whatever the little what are they called I don't know I want for what I want to call sex them, like, clothes or something sex no clothes. but he was like a sailor not like a captain or anything he was like in the in the like rent, the um, um like on the town outfit. <laughs> You know, with the little, little tie, jazz hands. Like the little bib on the yeah, back. Yeah, he's like a... I, I'm so angry because my brother was in the Navy and I don't know this. It's a... Uh, nope. Yep, I'm thinking exactly. of pirates. Well, ne- we're never going to... Anyway, we <laughs> Definitely thinking... So I saw him... I was like, oh, was he a schwab? He was like ripe. He was like... <laughs> oh, he was young. Hello. He must have been like 21. Yeah. Tops. Nice. And I'm like, oh, Danger. plus the innocence, the white and the innocence, and they're they're it's only like a in wedding town day. for like a week. Play wait, wait, it's play wait. Play wait. I also saw a captain, oh. and just I I kept blurting out, I love white clothes on my floor. And wow, excellent. I was quickly well ushered out of Times Square and away from the men who yeah, save our country. Don't go near that area. Also, don't go near the Intrepid. Just don't. Just don't. Cause I was on 50th shit. Street this morning, and better than any espresso shot I've ever had was I got to walk through a group of them to the subway transfer. <laughs> it was. Anyway, I'm taking a drink. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Fucking Fleet Week. Mm. I like how I went from eyebrows on fleek to Fleet Week. I do week. really like that segue. We should keep it and just use know. it every episode. I'm just saying. So Speaking we can talk of about Fleet, fleet week. It's Fleet Week. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next year. Shit. Is it twice a year or once a year? It's twice a year, isn't it? I think it's only for Memorial Day, right? 
Not Labor Day, too? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. We get twice two flea <laughs> What? Oh, my God. How have I been missing this? I think you just blend them into what one and then just, I like, probably do. I just, I turn off out. your lights. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you can light a candle. I don't <laughs> Set think the tone. Um, do, what, do I have anything really to say? I don't know. I don't think I do. We didn't do really any banter prep. We didn't. We were just really, you know what? I'll probably re- think of something, like, halfway through my lady. Maybe. But it's, it'll be a little late. Yeah, it'll be fine. Point. It'll be great. Um, okay, well, let's just jump I'm in. I'm just going to do it. So remember when I almost said who I was going to do, and then Chelsea said, no, 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 shut up. Right, you got like nine names last week, I think. We just shouted names at, at the moment. I was like, Samantha, Charlotte. <laughs> I just named apparently the women from Sex and the City. So I mean, whatever. When in doubt, <laughs> whatever, just give start. them a shout. Ah. So, uh, the one name I may or may not have I'm said. So excited. I know. So, clearly, uh, if you remember from last week, I picked it out and Chelsea goes, God damn it! I wanted her. I wanted her so I bad! Mean, you know what? I've, I've slept on it. I'm actually super excited that I get to sit, he, like, sit here and just sort of indulge in some, some vices <laughs> and let my mind expand. I love it. Expand those uh, minds. And I get to listen all about her. So this is going to, this is, you know, the one thing that I found a little frustrating, I will preface, was that you, we all know I'm a stickler for the facts. Stickler <laughs> for the facts. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. I like facts. Uh, what was frustrating was that there was a lot of paths that were facts, paths, crisscross, jack. <laughs> like were you that. getting like m- facts? Pa- what was it? Facts, facts, paths, crisscrossed, and then I just threw in jack. <laughs> okay, so you completely nonsense. No, it's like no. It. So the facts, facts paths, paths, crisscross, crisscross, and then you gotta throw in jack, jack. Because yeah, thank you. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, We're now changing the title of this podcast. <laughs> facts, paths, crisscross, jacks. Um, so the dates get a little fuzzy, and then also the um, the the perspective or not perspective. The no, it's. Because it wouldn't be perspective, so it would be the perspective victims. I'm happy we're all here while we <laughs> I literally just stared at that building, and I was like, I'm spelling it in my it mind. Great. I don't care. Anyway, I'm I moving on. I saw the neurons firing. It was fantastic. God, there is my, my brain's on, on fire. I, I think it isn't it perspe- perspective victims? Well, you know, whatever. We're on it together. So <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> the lady of the evening. The Oh, man. Miss Jane Toppin. Here she is. Um, I had no idea who she was, so Ooh. I went on a fucking roller coaster ride. That's for damn sure. So, oh, so wait, I don't know if I said what I wanted to say, but the because the, I'm a stickler for facts, the dates are sometimes a little fuzzy, and also her victims' names are a little. There, there's sometimes like it's either Genevieve or it's Geraldine or like we don't know what Come it on. is. I know. Have some respect for the dead is what I need to say. Oh, but also, there should have been some kind of registry involved. You would think so. Bed number, room numbers. You maybe? would, you would think so. But towards the end of the story, it's really just it's a free for all. So I'm we don't so really know excited. what's gonna happen. All right, so here we go. We got Jane Toppin. So she was born on August 17th, 1854 mm. as Honora Kelly. So it's like Honora, but it's Kelly. Yeah. Right off the bat. So Anora? An, like 
Yeah, so because they they would call her Nora, so I'm assuming it's Han like Honora Kelly. Oh, like Honor Kelly, like oh, beautiful name. That's I'm not mad oh about it. Honora Kelly. She was the youngest of four girls. Um, both parents were straight off the boat from Ireland, so she's like first nice. generation Irish. Here it is. Um, her mother was Bridget Kelly. And she died when Honora was incredibly small. I'm thinking maybe like one year old. Okay. Um, and she died of TB, tuberculosis. Oh, the most romantically portrayed illness <laughs> on film. Like, I've only... Little spurts of I literally blood. used to want to have... I want TB to be the way I die, but only the way Hollywood makes it look. The, the handkerchief. And it's little beads and of it all, jewels. You always get diagnosed after you've coughed and then fainted. Oh, and you're just always so pretty and sweaty. And pale. And just... Mm. Do, but it's like dewy. You're and glistening. You're, and then you look like Nicole Kidman. Right. And everything's fine. And then you and McGregor sings to you. And then you guys have duets. And you live and, in a fucking elephant. Yeah. And then your life is Moulin Rouge. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Wow. <laughs> So, here we go. Um, her father was Peter Kelly. Um, and he was a little bit of uh, an interesting character. He was a well-known alcoholic. Awesome. Um, there's rumors that he may have abused his daughters. I'm going to go with later choices of hers. Yes. Um, and he <clears throat> was so extreme in his behavior that he was known around the hood as <laughs> Kelly the Crack, a.k.a. Kelly the Crackpot. Because oh, he was okay. fucking out of his mind. So we're just drugged. Uh, later, it became clear why his nickname uh, was what it was, because he, uh, he worked as a tailor, and uh, someone ended up finding him in said tailor shop uh, trying to sew his own eyes shut. Ooh. Oh, we are just... Mm. <clears throat> We're diving in hard, head first what? here. Why? Um, you know, uh, the lady who's in all of the criminal documentaries, the one with the <laughs> yes. short dark hair, and I feel like okay. she's always wearing like a red blazer. If you even remotely actually like our podcast and we're not like strong arming you as our friends to listen to it, fucking watch this show called Deadly Women on Amazon Prime. This shit's great, and there's this like, th there's one woman. That reports on it. She's a criminal psychologist. She knows every, and she, and knows she knows everything. everything. She knows everything about everyone. She knows how the FBI is supposed to work. She God. knows how everything works. So according to her, this was uh, episodes of uh, bipolar as well as psychosis, which is clearly hereditary. I love her. So... And if she says it, it's facts. Yeah, fucking facts. Um, so a few years after his wife's death, his eyes are still open, by the Thank way. God. They're not okay. sewn shut. He's not Ooh. walking around town looking like Frankenstein. It's hard to stitch those clothes with <sighs> your eyes. I, are oh my god, shut. that makes all I can think of is like a turkey, like a Thanksgiving turkey needle. Like those like round ones. Oh, the curved ones. Oh, yeah. oh, oh god yeah. damn, that's disgusting. Also just the lids. Um, so before the I episode, um, a few years after his wife's death in 1863, Kelly took his two youngest daughters, Delia and Honora, and dumped them at an orphanage nice. called the Boston Female Asylum. Great. 
So I looked into it. It was not an asylum. <laughs> the name is quite misleading, but it was an institution that was founded in 1799 by Hannah Stillman for destitute and impoverished girls. Okay. Uh, they went as far as to place girls with wealthy families and respectable um, homes oh. when they turned 10. This should never be called an asylum. I don't know why bizarre. it is. Yeah, it's bizarre, but that's what it was <clears throat> called. Um, that was the last time the daughters ever saw their father and vice versa. Um, and records from the asylum, quote unquote, um, noted that they were, quote, rescued from a very miserable home. Right. So Bye, here we are. We're here. We're in this asylum that's basically an orphanage. So for Honora and Kelly, oh, sorry, and Delia, rather, I wrote that down wrong. So for the two sisters that were in the asylum, so no concrete um, records were found of them during their time at the institution. However, Delia would later become a prostitute and an alcoholic. Fantastic. You know, it shit happens. <clears throat> As you do. Um, their eldest sister, Nellie, who didn't go with them to the orphanage, um, ended up in an insane asylum oh. as well. Okay. So the family is a little not on the healthy mind side. Right. Little... I think maybe Dad passed some shit Little down. cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But, you know, whatever. Why not? I love Cocoa Puffs. So do I. Um, in November of 1864, Honora was placed within the home of Anne C. Toppin in Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, her, I believe Anne's husband was a captain, so Ooh. they were a very distinguished yeah. um, family. Um, and she uh, worked for them as an indentured servant. Okay. So that's one of those things where like you would work an X amount, like X amount of years. Mm -hmm. And then instead of payment, you would get like, apparently for indentured servitudes, like it's more of like you get a ticket to like a passage to the new world, oh, which I was confused okay. about because I thought the new world was the Americas. Yeah. And not right? the South Americas. See, this is why I only like facts. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so... We're the new world. We are the new world. That's what I was thinking. So, I don't know, maybe Honora wanted to GTFO and go to South America? Is this all happening in America or is this all happening this in is in, This is in Massachusetts. We are in Massachusetts. We're, yeah, right? We are in the most American state as of 1864, Massachusetts. Huh. So... Maybe it wasn't for a passage, but I honestly thought that indentured servants were the ones who got tickets to go some to go elsewhere. I mean, that could be in their arrangement. I don't think that was like the deal. I get. I, I don't know. So I feel like indentured servitude was just sort of a nicer way of saying like slave. I mean, yeah, like instead, of, like you get housing and food rather yeah. than payment or whatever. They, yeah. I don't know. But it's definitely, she was an indentured servant everywhere I read. She was an indentured okay. servant in the Toppin household. So, And you know what? No matter where it is, she wants to get to the, the new world. She, well, She's like, where wherever that may Aladdin? be. Wherever that may be, she wants that whole new world, really. Um, so the Toppins passed Honora off as a young Italian girl. <laughs> Okay. whose parents died at sea uh, oh. since during that time everyone was so negative towards the Irish. Sorry, Irish. The Irishmen. Um, I think potatoes are great. I, I fucking love it. Issue. I love their fucking whiskey, Guinness, mm. corned beef. Give love me. Um, so uh, the Toppins had a young girl named Elizabeth who was close to Honora's age. Um... 
but Honora was never legitimately adopted by the family, but okay. she took on their name right. and changed her name to Jane. So now she is Jane Toppin. Okay. Boom. So Anne, apparently, the, the mother, wasn't uh, the nicest to Jane, but Elizabeth, of course, was the, you know, daughter of a wealthy family, mm-hmm. so she got everything she wanted and the best education mm-hmm. and all the things that come with it. Um, while Jane was, you know, Cinderella, Cinderella, <laughs> in a sense, kind of, Ooh, happily Just ever after. Oh God, But from what I kind of read is that Elizabeth and Honora, well, sorry, Elizabeth and Jane got, um, they got along like really well together. Oh, they excellent. were like the same age ish, nice. um, and they were like friends. And when they became older, Elizabeth would often take like Jane to social events with her and stuff. That's so lovely. they were like buddies, which is that's nice. Yep. Oh, for this for, at this tale. point in the story. <laughs> um, so, so I'm not sure at what age, but um, clearly within a few years of being with the Toppins, uh. Jane starts to show signs of um, sociopathy. Did I say that Socio- right? Sociopathy. Uh, yep. What, Holy shit. Because it's not, um, whoa. Psych- <laughs> I was about to say psychopathy. That's, yep. Oh my God. Wow, this is, you know what guys, We're thanks done. for listening. This is great. We're <laughs> never coming back. This is um, the final episode. Yeah, she started to show signs of sociopathy. Is it so- sociopathy? Tomato, tomato. You know, you got it. Um, And telling obscene lies, such as her father sailed around the world, her sister married a nobleman, and her brother was (laughs) decorated at Gettysburg by President Lincoln himself. Hell yeah. (laughs) Why not, right? She she doesn't have a real name. She can be anything. I do, do you, girl? I'm the queen. I'm the queen. (laughs) I love it. Um, so at 18, she graduated from Lowell High School. Nice. Uh, the Toppins released her of her indentured servitude and gave her $50, but she decided to stay with the family and continue to work for them. Oh, um, and, they want this? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but even after Anne, uh, the mother, died, she stayed with Elizabeth to help her keep house with her and her husband, Deacon, ready for this one, guys? Yes. Oramel Brigham. Yes, Deacon Oramel Brigham. <laughs> oh. uh, Name all your kids that, because that needs to be the third if I've ever heard I it. I feel like he looks like a blonde Abraham Lincoln. I hope he does. <laughs> That's what I think it looks like. Um, so, a, you know, a, a bunch of years go by, actually, and everything seems fine. Um, and then randomly, Jane starts to... Um, get a little curious about becoming a nurse. Okay. What would that be like? Okay. I mean, it's not too far, I guess. You've been caring for people your whole life. Yeah. Why not know the science behind exactly. it, right? I get it. So in 1885, at 31 years old, which is, of course, you know, death in that time, um, <laughs> Jane started to um, train as a nurse at Cambridge Hospital. Um, as a student, she had many friends and got along with mostly everyone, um, so much so that people called her Jolly Jane. Jolly Jane. Now, this one thing that I read that makes that made me really angry, but I feel like in order to get a better picture of her in her mind, she was also called Jolly Jane because she had a very cheerful and, I guess, uh, like plump 
disposition. Okay. So I guess like jolly old Saint Nicholas mm-hmm. and jolly Jane. Jolly Jane. Whatever. I like it. Who cares? So now I'm picturing like like Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Mrs. Claus, a very rosy cheek, lovely woman. Exactly. Everyone like, likes she's her. She's only thirty-one. I'm immediately seeing a grandmother. <laughs> she's Hold got me, white make hair. Me biscuit. <laughs> um. So, however, the hospital administrator at Cambridge um, became concerned with her obsession with autopsies, and people started to complain about small things being stolen. Ooh. So, interesting. Um, she became, once she became comfortable with her patients, she started to choose her favorites, okay. which tended to be the sick and elderly. Um, and yeah, we're just going to start. Uh, during this time, she began experimenting with dosages of opiates. Oh, great. So, she would then use these patients as her guinea pigs and begin injecting them with bizarre concoctions of morphine and atropine. Wow. So, once injected, these two drugs would severely mess up your nervous system. Excellent. A.K.A. your respiratory system. So, you would stop breathing, basically. Um... I wrote down morphine. We all know what it is. <laughs> but atropine is used as an agent to treat nerves and pesticide poisonings, slowing down your heart rate. So with morphine Effective. and atropine, you are you are basically just drifting out of consciousness. Yeah. That's, I mean, bye. Bye. <laughs> Let me know how it is. Um uh, she would spend a lot of time alone with her patients, creating fake medical charts and doping them up so that they would drift in and out of consciousness. Smart. Um, I have to give that to her. So creepy, two years into her residency, a patient by the name of Amelia Finney had an operation. Shortly after, Jane was Amelia's nurse because she was one of their best. Of course. And um, made sure she recovered from surgery accordingly. However, Jane administered a bizarre, bitter-tasting medicine, and before Amelia knew it, she started to drift out of consciousness. She recalled someone coming into bed with her, kissing her all over her face and lips, and removing her bedclothes. I love this (laughs) God damn. She's so sick. Soon after, something or someone must have startled Jane because Amelia noted that Jane immediately ran out of the room. Uh, And the next morning, Amelia thought she was dreaming and wrote all of this off as just a bizarre nightmare scenario. Um, Until more than a decade later, she realized she was not dreaming. Um, So I read the news today. And that makes me always think of, like, the women that Ted Bundy almost killed, where they were like... like, Can you imagine? Like, how do you... Like, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, Like, shit. Oh. I don't... Like, oh, God. I thought that was just, like, a date. Or I thought he just needed a ride. I just thought I was gonna, you know, get in his yellow Volkswagen Beetle and... He had a broken arm. And then you learn, no. oh, he had heads in his <laughs> freezer. Oh, that's, that's Jeffrey Dahmer, insane. but oh, I'm I know sorry, what you're I'm talking sorry, about. I'm no, sorry, he would I strangle them and then leave them in the woods. Right. Yeah, fucking nutty. 
fucking nutty motherfucker. Guys, if you have not read, read Stranger Beside Me, it's by Anne Rule. This woman, Anne Rule, used to work with Ted Bundy. And she wrote this crazy-ass book about her time with Ted oh, Bundy. I thought that was about Dahmer. No, no, no. It's about oh. Ted Bundy. And it's so good. Yeah, Stranger Beside Me. Uh, guys, I mis- made the mistake of reading it before going to bed. It's and I was, it was really fucked up. But God, that damn, that book was so good. If you really want a weird read, read that. Okay, back to women because fuck Ted Bundy. Fuck Bundy. Um, so so yeah, Amelia Finney is like, oh, that's weird. JK, lol. <laughs> um, interesting. So because Jane was so well liked and quite a good nurse, she was recommended for the prestigious Massachusetts General Hospital Excellent. in eighteen eighty nine. And this is like the main hospital of Massachusetts. So like Yeah, give her all this the high profile people. Um however, she was fired a year later. Um she returned to Cambridge Hospital, but was quickly asked to leave when they found her rec- recklessly administering opiates and over prescribing doses. Ah, so you so can't she work was at like the big places because they monitor that shit, Jane. No, no, no. This was at this was when she returned to Cambridge. They asked her to leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, never mind. They were like, no, no, no. Apparently, they, if someone was like, I need morphine, she'd be like, here you go. Here's ten tablets. Like, there you go. Um, Subtlety, please. So, even though all of this weirdness is happening, the hospital had no problem offering her up as a private nurse to their wealthy clients. <laughs> go. So we don't care how much you give these people. I mean, guess not. They pay for wings regardless. So I was kind of mad because there wasn't really any information about her specifically. It was mainly okay. about like the shit that she did and like yeah, what was happening. So I found this somewhere in the ether web and I was like, I'm going to include it because clearly it's facts. Um, <laughs> Naturally. So it said that when she was was not at work, she was a monster. She would gossip constantly. She would, quote unquote, guzzle beer. <laughs> I have yet and, to see what any of this makes her a monster. I know. and she, But she would um, turn friends against each other like and like watch them like, fight. So that's not the nicest thing. Oh, well, Chelsea's like, I guess. Sounds so fun. (laughs) She's like, what do you mean, on Friday? Nom, 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 nom. (laughs) Just eat that right up. Um, So, but then in a professional sense, she was gracious, courteous, and a pleasure to be around and to work with. Oh, yeah, well, she got all that bitterness out. So. (laughs) Fucking shit up. um, You know what? I'm getting paranoid. Can you plug my computer in? I feel like it's going to run off. Wait, what am I Go get the, do you see the white? Yeah, 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 right there. Yes, yeah, plug that in. Sorry, everyone, we're going to take a nice little, I'm going to give you some elevator music. So it's over, I plugged it in. Well, no, now we have to plug it into the computer. Wait, what? Do, do, do. It's not a nightmare, it's just a plug. Am I an indentured servant? Okay, I'll give you a ticket to the new world. I want to go to the new world. Wait, you got to take the time. Oh, my God. Do you own a computer? No, I don't. <laughs> there you go, right in there. Boop. It's gonna Thank magnetize. God, I was about to put it in the US. Well, I don't. Woo! There it is. You oh! got it. Yes. Yay! Power. Just let it go. There it is. Look at you. You're so technologically savvy. <laughs> um, okay, back to your regular regular scheduled program. Um, so, oh, 
Oh, I thought this was interesting. As a private nurse, she began to earn five times more than the average woman of that era, making $25 a week compared to the average $5. Holy crap. So this, of course, you know me and my inflation calculator. Love it. I, I just want to know. It's like, because I always want to be like, I if take, I had $20 in my hand. Like, I want to take my $20 just go back in time. And like go back to like, 1492 like would I be a millionaire I don't know yeah I love how I'd like pick the year that Columbus sailed the ocean blue well the new world the new world it's It's in my head fuck it's in my head (laughs) um so but for according to the inflation calculator it would it's still averaging around 622 dollars a week so it's not terrible but it's definitely not the worst like it's fine not for that time it's fine i make about that i'm in new york bye <laughs> new york bye um so now it's 1895 um and at the age of 41 i literally wrote things started to get out of hand yes. <laughs> as you know 41 as as you know it happened it's got a click it's got a click at one point so she killed her landlord oh israel dunham and his wife Oh, oh, we um, just jumped right in. We yep. didn't even build up. She would explain later that they began to get feeble and fussy, old and cranky, and her colleagues would later recall her saying that there was no use to keeping old people alive. <laughs> We're just, this is it, guys. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Um, I love that she said that. Jane also <laughs> went on to kill a close friend, Myra Connors, so that she could take her job as the dining matron at the theological school. She ended up getting the job, but didn't keep it for long since there were some uh, discrepancies in the financial department. Sorry I killed you for your shitty job. God damn Got it. Got fired anyway. In 1899, Jane killed her foster sister, <laughs> Elizabeth. Why? Oh, but this, I think this might be my favorite part of the story. So Elizabeth started complaining about depression. So Jane invited her down to where she was staying in Cape Cod. Jane took Elizabeth on a picnic by the beach that consisted of cold corned beef, taffy, and a delicious mineral tonic of strychnine. Strychnine. Ooh. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I very rarely uh, am able to assist in such a Say way. Say it again? Uh, strychnine. Strychnine. Oh. Strychnine poisoning. So the opposite of what I said. <laughs> it's like strychnine. We're just learning shit here strychnine. today, ladies and gentlemen. Great. Um, and I was a dick face and didn't look up what's... what's Strychnine poisoning. Is. Yeah. Do you know poisoning. what it is? Oh, it's just poisoning? It's poison. Shit. Look it up. I'm looking it up. Look up right that now. Google. We're on the Google. See what it's at. Do, 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 do. Do you need me to spell it for you? No. Do, do, Google did. Highly toxic, colorless, bitter, crystalline alkaloid used as a pesticide, particularly oh. for killing small vertebrates such as birds and rodents. I cite Wikipedia strychnine. Oh, wow. Just that's going to come after us. No, they ain't coming after us. Um, and Jane... So she was already a fan of pesticides, so... She loved that shit. For a, I guess because it just fucking... They're available. Acids you out, like, ugh. Um, uh, Jane is quoted in saying, uh, about Elizabeth, I held her in my arms and watched with delight as she gasped her life out. 
this death is one of the only deaths that stemmed from ill will, it seemed. Yeah, like, like this what was, was the only. I don't know. I mean, I, she's like, oh, you're depressed. I guess you shouldn't be here. But maybe there was like a resentment thing happening. Maybe there was some jealousy happening. I mean, but from the what I've read is that Elizabeth treated Jane so nicely. Like she yeah. took her to parties and stuff. Like, well, I also come on feel now. Like her landlord probably didn't do much to <laughs> piss her off, except for just existing. Oh yeah, being old and cranky and fussy. Right. So I just <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Or she just didn't want to pay rent. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, One or the other. One or the others. So, so, um, so now Elizabeth is dead. Sorry. So now Jane um, decides to put the moves on Elizabeth's widower, <laughs> Oramel Brigham. Well, there's the motive. Here we go. We want that Brigham. Now, I don't know if you ladies out there want to take note, mm, okay. but I'm going to say get your fucking pen, your pencils, and your pads out because oh, you've yeah. got to take some notes into courting. <laughs> this is what you need to do to become a wife. So she decided to impress him with her housekeeping skills. Oh. But that didn't work. Oh. Plan B was to poison him and then nurse him back to health. See, that's always the first thing I do, and then while he's sick, I clean. But guess what? That didn't work. Didn't work. Um, so then her final resort was to threaten him oh. by claiming that he got her pregnant. Um, but wait, did they ever? It sounds like no, but she never... would like no, but she would like go around town being like, "I'm pregnant," and it's Oramel's scandal, scandal, scandal. <laughs> Um, so this bitch is bored. So like, <laughs> she just needs more going on. So that's actually really funny that you say that because something she says something at the end that that's actually hysterical that you say that. Um, so clearly that didn't work either. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, he kicked her out of the house after that. Was like all right. No. So to recap. Okay. Cleaning house. No. No, doesn't That's work. That's going to be a no. Um, Hard no. Then it was cleaning house. Right. Then poisoning him to nurse him back to health. To impress him to with impress your nursing him with skills. Mm -hmm. And your nurture, nur yeah, yeah. nursing and nurture. Look how well I take care of you. That kind of thing. also sat. That did not work. Correct. Now, after two failed attempts of physical intimacy and any resulting penetration, we are now pregnant <laughs> yep. with said child. It's your child. Oramel Jr. Oramel Jr. Oramel fucking Jr. And no, so none of uh, none of that apparently works. No. Single ladies out there. So especially. I hope with, you wrote that down. Especially with the widower of the woman you killed, who was your sister. That is correct. All right, so maybe just avoid dead sister, ex-husband, or just avoid men named Oramel because they seem to be really picky. Yeah, <laughs> like, they seem you, to Jane. be really picky. Um. So Jane was um, very upset after this um, that she overdosed on morphine. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's not dramatic. No. So she, yeah, she, yeah, she OD'd herself on was morphine. She, is she known to have like, t like taken morphine? This is the, the one, okay. yep. one thing, re one reoccurring right. thing of her taking drugs that I could see. Fantastic. So I was like, oh, so maybe she was just like, let me see how this feels or whatever. <laughs> like everyone else seems to have a good time. But 
I mentioned this at the end, but this is a perfect thing to say now, is that when she would court men mm-hmm. to invoke sympathy from them, she would also po- she would poison herself so that they would, like, take care of her kind of thing. So I'm write that down as well. <laughs> you can get attention by poisoning yourself. I mean, so, she, you know, she, she would do that. So she would poison herself, but she clearly knew the doses enough where she was like, oh, this is going to get me a certain way. attention, though. Like, I'll just pretend my stomach hurts. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Or I'm going to fucking like my shove head. morphine tablets down your right? face. Yeah. So... After her uh, OD, she recovered at her friend's house in Amherst, New Hampshire, named Sarah Nichols. Thanks, Sarah, for being there. Thank Sarah you for alive. being a friend. As far as I know, she is. Thank God. <laughs> um, and then once she recovered from a broken heart, she bounced right back. And she bounced back right hard. So in early 1901... She killed Melvin and Eliza Beadle, her oh. two landlords, but only enough to um, make them sick. So when I said she killed them, she did Lie. not kill them. <laughs> she poisoned them, um, just enough to make them sick. And then she poisoned their housekeeper to the point where she seemed drunk enough for Jane to steal her job. <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> I'm sorry. Taking control. She's wily. Taking control. She's murderous. She's smart. <laughs> so this is where things get, uh, if, if it hasn't gotten crazy already, this is where <laughs> shit kicks in. She's about to jump off. So over a six-week period in the summer of 1901, in she the moved. summer of 1901. <laughs> nice. No, that was great. I welcomed it with arms open. She moved in with an elderly man named Alden Davis. Oh. <laughs> Ancestor alert. <laughs> in order to take care of him and his family after the death of his wife. Shockingly enough, Jane killed his wife. <laughs> no. Maddie Davis. When she found her and ordered Jane to pay the rent that was that Jane was behind on. She was behind like How 500 bucks. Dare you. On a cottage that she rented from the Davis family. So Maddie's dead. Maddie's dead. Um, within six weeks, Alden, the the patriarch of the family, Alden Davis was poisoned along with his sister and his two daughters. It's too mm. much, Jane. <laughs> it's too much all at once. Minnie Gibbs and Genevieve Gordon. Before Minnie's final days, Jane tried to get her to sign off on the money that she owed the Alden, the Davis family. Oh, that sounds suspicious. So she was like, uh-uh, we're going to say that I don't owe you nothing. Wake up, wake up. We, sign. We're Just clear. Sign I'm, my name is cleared. <laughs> um, however, uh, Minnie refused, and Jane apparently fed her morphine tablets while she held on to her 10-year-old son. Terrible. Terrible. So. That's vicious. Finally, some motherfucker was like, this seems real weird. This seems extremely (laughs) bizarre. So Minnie's father-in-law was incredibly suspect of the entire family (laughs) dropping like flies. Thank you, Mr. Gibbs. God damn. And ordered that Minnie's body be exhumed. He consulted a toxologist 
and was issued a court order. Yeah, what did they say? Did, did it say what she died of? So when the judge gave them the court orders, the doctors performed an autopsy. And after the inspection, it was clear that Minnie had been poisoned. But there was no autopsy before she was buried. No. Oh, so because just, back then they just it looked like they, they just, just you just died. died. Yeah, everyone has and like sins. in your sleep, I guess. <laughs> Did you just say everyone has sins? Sins. Oh my God, <laughs> sins. <laughs> I thought you went real I didn't religious. Tell you this, but I converted, <laughs> I got, and here I am to I preach. I thought something went real wrong, real fast. Um, every everyone has sins. Everyone has. <laughs> Listen about Jane. Everybody oh, has some shit. That was hysterical. Um, so on October 29th, nineteen oh one, in Amherst, New Hampshire, uh, Jane Toppin was arrested. During her initial year awaiting trial, she confessed to 31 murders, but on the down low to her lawyers, she said it's probably closer to 100 people. She's like, listen. <laughs> I'll confess to 31. I ain't here to spin stories, but, but <laughs> I'm going to say it's on the upper side of 100. She's like, I am no slacker. <laughs> Let me tell you. Between you and I... A hundo. I've lived pretty much for free for several years. <laughs> landlords, Popping beware. Landlords. Fucking landlords, beware. I love that. She claimed she started her killing spree after her boyfriend dumped her. He gave her a promise ring and left town, then fell in love with someone else. Well, I mean, get crazy. in line. Get in <laughs> fucking line. Sounds like. <laughs> get like, in line. Sounds like um, several times. So. Circling back to what you said earlier that I thought was so fucking funny is she's quoted in saying, if I had been a married woman, I probably wouldn't have killed all these people. I would have had my husband, my children, and my home to take up my mind. Bitch, why didn't you get married then? (laughs) You're out there just molesting and poisoning people. You could have been hitting. You were a nurse. You're around doctors. Get get that doctor money. Whatever you have to do. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, but apparently she went the other route. Just (laughs) real. What a. I just feel like there's a whole gray area of mm, boredom. It's very gray. Knitting. Knitting. Crocheting. I, sports. Embroidery. Embro- if you will. Archery. Oh, I mean. I want that shit to be my that hobby. That would be great. Or Axe like hatchet throwing. throwing. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, shit. Get that aggression out, girl. So, after she was arrested, the Hoosier State Chronicles published Hoosier State Chronicles. Well, good for you. Wow, good. Wow. The knowledge you have is astounding. <laughs> <laughs> they published an article that reported um, that Jolly Jane would f- <laughs> would fondle her victims as they die. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I literally, every time you mention that, I'm back to that fucking Deadly Women documentary and those it's scenes. It's so shit. It's so shit. Oh. Um, so that she would fondle her victims as they died in an attempt to see their inner workings of their souls through their eyes. I'm going to bring you to climax as you die. <laughs> I don't so even So I can see know. your soul. She stated that she got sexually aroused as her patients drifted in and out of consciousness on the verge of death and then coming back. She then... What the fuck? drifted in and out of deep so she had them drift in and out of deep sleep however many times she deemed necessary oh my lord 
After their final dosage, she would lie with them and hold them close to her as they died. How close, we will really never know, except for Amelia Finney being like, this bitch is on my face right now. She's on my face! She's on my face. She probably wants to, like, suck the dying breath or something. Oh my god, she's a dementor. Mm -hmm. Jolly Jane's a fucking dementor. Knew it. We figured it out. Case closed. That's why Elizabeth got depressed. (laughs) That's right. That's exactly what it was. She sucked her fucking life out. Um, So before her trial... It slipped that she wanted the jury to find her insane in order to have a chance to be released. Sure, Jolly Jane. God damn it. Um, However, during the trial, she insisted she was sane, claiming that she couldn't... (laughs) Okay. I know. All right. I know. Uh, She claimed that she couldn't be in any other state since she knew what she was doing and knew it was wrong every time. You know what? This sounds fucking insane. (laughs) I'll give it. Set her free. The trial took eight hours, and the jury deliberated for 27 they minutes. They were like, okay, <laughs> we're all good, right? Um, <laughs> on June 23rd, 1902, at the Barnstable. They're like, give it like 20 minutes so it looks I know. like we chatted. No, 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 let's give it 26 minutes <laughs> so it looks like we chatted. And, and then debated. We're all in accordance. Let's go. Um, Lunch. Oh, my God. On June 23rd of 1902 at the Barnstable County Courthouse, she was found not guilty no. by reason of insanity. No. And committed for life oh, okay. at the Taunton Insane Asylum. You know she's just smothering people. <laughs> I think it's called Taunton Insane. Is that, did I fuck that up? Hold Probably. on. Uh, no, no, no. I know it's Taunton, but I don't know if it's, um... Also, if anybody wants to leave a comment saying that, like, you won't judge Pammy if she doesn't perfectly execute these words and things, it's okay, too. Ooh, I love how I typed in Taunton, and the first thing that comes up is Taunton Insane Asylum Haunted. Oh, is it Jane? I mean... All right, live. Okay, Taunton State Hospital is a psychiatric hospital located in Massachusetts. Yeah, but is it haunted? Yes, it's haunted. By Jane Taupin. We're going to fucking figure it out right now. Um... So Jane uh, died um, at the age of 84. Ripe old age. On October 29th, 1938. Look at her being one of those old people that doesn't, shouldn't exist. When then the things get, this, this, the, from the, this gets weird because she says something real creepy and it sticks with me and I don't like it. Um, At her time in the ward, attendants at the hospital would later recall Jane calling them into her room, smiling and saying, quote, this freaks me out, guys, get some morphine, dearie, and we'll go out in the ward. You and I will have a lot of fun seeing them die. Uh, end quote. She's like, I'm a nurse. <laughs> you want to have a good time? Fucking let's go kill her. Terrifying. So she's just through and through. She just wants to kill people. But... So here's what we've learned. Don't be idle, ladies. Don't be single. Don't be idle. If you have a husband, if you have a house. Don't be fucking if you idle. If kids to take care of. Don't be idle. You won't be bored enough to murder 31 to 100 people-ish. <laughs> um, she is known to be one of the first angel of death serial killers, especially that. a female and especially a female serial killer that experienced sexual thrills from
from killing her victims. That's just so interesting because I wonder if there's... I don't really know enough about, like, how... I know people who are sexually molested have a higher tendency to become sexual molesters. Okay. But is there any transference of, like, the way you do it? So, like, Hmm. if she was super into them lolling in and out and being close to death, like, I wonder if her, like, dad snuck in and, like during her sleep so like for her it was also in oh interesting state. i mean he sewed his fucking eyes shut who knows who, what the fuck he you did know, he probably did everything i don't know what he did he but i'm pretty sure it, i'm not it. throwing that out the window that's for <laughs> damn sure um uh, stop touching your kids so during that time of course it was totally unheard of um that this was a not only a female killer right. but a female serial killer but a female serial killer who got off doing what she did like and at this sexually. point it's like nine is this is still 1901 or are we like you know this is 1902 yeah yeah this is weird this shit just doesn't when was when was the uh Hi, sisters no when were when was jack the ripper do we know uh, 1885 or six. Oh, okay so serial killers are like kind of know what's going on but like a female one, yeah, which is I mean, crazy. Like, especially the women. Oh, and the, even the Papal sisters were 1920s. Oh, okay, great. So, so yeah. Um, she would have been, this would have been huge. I also am confused because I thought most Angel of Death were women. I didn't realize. Oh, I thought they were men for some reason. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. So, Jane's popular victims were often old and weak. But she clearly didn't just prey on those people, especially with the case of Elizabeth. She don't discriminate. And the Davis family as well. I'm sorry, so, that's offensive. Sorry, the Davis family. Uh, There's no fucking other way to say it. The family of the Davises. The victim she killed that shares my name. Oh my god. Um, so her goal was, her end goal in life, I guess, was to, quote, have killed more people, helpless people, than any other man or woman who has ever lived, end quote. That's just what she wants to do? That's just what she wants to do? That was my book slamming That's shut. That's just what she wants to do. Facts with Pamela and Chelsea. All she wants to do is just kill people. So that's Jane Toppin. How do brains work this way? Like, I just want to kill Dude, as many people she's as something... M- but even so, like, something must have happened to her maybe in the orphanage or something. I don't know. I think maybe we're it's, like, a combo of, like, shitty upbringing. Uh, and clearly there's he, some like, mental instability, like, without a doubt. crazy. Well, also, because her father was bipolar and sociop- sociopath. Yes. So there it is. So I that's hereditary. I read somewhere where she actually had something to do establishing the first kind of nursing home. Oh, yeah, I didn't read any of that. I didn't find any of that. I think, I I never, it's, no, I, it's in that, it's in the documentary they mention it. And that's the only place I know it from. Eh, well, I'm not saying you're wrong. But no, 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 but I'm saying every other avenue, I haven't seen that. I haven't, that's the one thing, because I remember you saying that, and I was like, ooh, that sounds really neat, and I didn't find any of that. Because that was my big, like, pool for her was, yeah, oh, she she helped establish the first nursing home on the East Coast, and then, like, killed everybody in it, but maybe I'm mixing up my angels of death. Maybe. I mean, we have so much more in the Chalice of Choice. And I feel like it's about that time. Yeah, but that's Jane Toppin. The thing was that, like, 
there was also some really shitty things that I read about her where it was like, oh, because she, uh, she was of such a, you know, she was a little bigger than, like, most girls mm-hmm. at the time or whatever, that that's the only reason why she couldn't get married. And I was like, go fuck yourself. That's so not true. That's so not true. They're, like, no, well, I don't also, believe it. In I feel like in that time, it, it's, like, men had a, had a wife and you want the wife to look fertile and be so I feel like even per the standards of that time a plump woman isn't a deterrent yeah to marry that's her what I you, thought yeah, too you yeah want her to be like well-fed so she can produce children and then the I felt like it's just common knowledge that you know the men would have an affair and they have trysts with the skinny little fucking servant with the girls. maids with the maids uh, yeah no she's crazy I really I was very happy that I picked her because Jesus Christ, what a crazy fucking. I love her. She's nuts. She's crazy. She literally just. But my thing is that, like, did she snap or it was from day one that something was just off? I think day one, something's off and then shit just. But for her to wait so long, she was 31 before she started killing people. She got bored. Shit. I got a month until I'm 30, and I'm like, <laughs> I am. Clock's ticking. Tick Whoa. tock, tick tock. Um, yeah, fucking Jane Toppin. All right. Favorite time, time of the evening. Jealous of choice. Jealous of choice. Jealous of choice. Jealous of choice. It's like I want to, I want you Pause guys to hear. Yeah, look at this. Jolly Jane Toppin, legendary Massachusetts serial killer, is just one of the many criminals we discuss on the crimes of Boston, haunted Boston. So I bet you 10 bucks she fucking haunts that. There's no way. She probably goes, hello, dearie. Do you want to take some morphine and look at them die? There's some cool shit inside the twisted mind and murders of Jolly Jane. Everyone's calling her Jolly Jane Toppin. It's terrifying. Jolly Jane. Because it also reminds me of, like, a clown. Yeah. And, like, the candy stripe outfits, even though there's they weren't clearly a thing in the 19 or late 1800s. But, like, oh, that makes me really creepy and I don't like That's it. That's amazing. All right. Let's do this. All right. Jumble them up. You got some nice long nails. So go ahead. Hell yes, I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I, oh, you, oh, 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 no. oh. Oh, I got it. It's all right. It's all right. <sighs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, we have a, a common theme the last few weeks. Uh-oh. Six poisoned. Ooh, another poisoner. Did I write it or you mm-hmm. wrote it? It's your handwriting. I don't fucking know. I don't know who I'm that no person is. Guy, <laughs> but you know what? Chalice of choice, baby. She poisoned six people. She's about to get real. Oh, my. well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're taking a little bit of a break from the child gonna... killers and also right. the, the Holocaust, which still yeah, makes me a little real. upset. So, like, I'm glad we're now in the... I mean, the six poison could be children. We we, we may have spoken Fuck. too soon. Fuck, you're so right. It probably um, is. Are we... Are we doing another one next week, or are you on vacation so there will be a drag? Oh, no, I'm going to, oh, heads up, I'm on vacation next week. Uh, So, no, I'm going to post this one probably, like, Sunday night before I go. So, so there won't really be. There won't be a so I, this was, I So this was a pointless this. situation. You can all stop listening like two minutes ago. But don't stop listening before you subscribe and rate us and follow us on Instagram at Fatal Females Podcast and our Facebook Fatal Females Podcast and our website Fatal <laughs> Females Podcast. If you haven't, if you don't know what we're called, we're called the Fatal Females Podcast. <laughs> and I definitely chewed Chelsea out on the website when I was posting the latest episode because on the flavor of the week section, I said coming soon. 
And then in parentheses, like I said, blame ago. it on Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. It's silly. Guys, you know us. We're so professional forgetting. with facts. This is this is serious shit. I'm sorry, you're right. This is serious. I'm also very glad you always remember to do the like the networking thing of where to go because I would just be like, and, and we got shit, we to got do. shit to do, guys. We're gonna. I feel like we're gonna fucking take an mm-hmm. hour to figure out what to watch. No, there was already something oh, on Netflix. She's got I wanted it. Us she's to got try. it. Yes. All right. Boom, guys. Now we really got shit to do. So we uh, will catch you next time. Bye. bye.